Hello, welcome back. I am your host, Kristen, and you are listening to another episode of the Strip and Shake Podcast. Hi, welcome back. It's Kristen and Today we want to talk a little bit about branding. You know, when it comes to branding yourself, and I'm going to be focusing mostly on network marketing, there are a few frustrations that I encountered and I wanted to share with you. So let's dive into the fun stuff. Now, if you're in network marketing in this day and age, um, one of the things that gets taught quite often is you need to brand yourself. You need to brand yourself as as yourself because if you have ever been in network marketing you know that you can't brand yourself as the company I mean I cannot call myself Shackley I am Kristen the Shackley distributor but I'm not Shackley I don't actually make the products right it's not my company Um, I'm a partner with them so therefore when it comes to building an online presence a brand is quite important now Uh, it didn't necessarily have to be well, I don't really know because I wasn't, I wasn't doing this 20 years ago, but <laughs> I know it's changed quite a bit. And you have to develop this online presence via a brand. And so, you know, when I first started, I got incredibly creative and thought I would do a DBA, which is doing business as, and now I still kind of have one, but, um, but not really. When it came to like my website, you know, having my domain name being something very clever. Um, and then, you know, looking into other ways of branding, it never, even doing that, it never really felt authentic to me. It felt, it didn't feel like it was my, it didn't feel like it was me putting myself out there. And then social media um, grew quite a bit in the last 10 years <laughs> and, and then things changed. So, you know, I started following people who talked about branding yourself in this business and in this industry, and I found it to be very frustrating and here's why. Um, many of them, actually, I think all of them, but I'll say many because I may have, you know, there may be a few in there that don't recommend doing this, but many of them recommended that you pick something that is like your thing. And there were some examples like, you know, maybe you're a Ferrari type person, but you only, you know, your focus is red Ferraris or yellow, or I don't even know if they do yellow Ferraris, but um, you get the idea, like you keep it very specific to one thing. And I was like, well, I could do horses, but I love all horses. Um, so I couldn't just pick Avaloosas. It wouldn't feel right. And so I went and I tried a few of this and not for very long because every time I went to do it, it didn't feel right to me. It felt like I wasn't honoring me as a whole person. You know, there's, I don't hear me wrong. I love horses, but there is so much more to who I am outside of that you know one of my big things is I love to learn and experience new things and um, I I felt it very constricting being you know segregating just one thing that I was gonna do and that was gonna be my jam right that was gonna be my (laughs) how people would remember recognize me 
And so I found it really frustrating. And I went through, you know, over and over of rebrand, rebrand, changing the name, you know, do I go with my first and last name? Do I, you know, what do I do there? And even just using my name, I found to be extremely, I got so much anxiety over it, because, you know, they're like, use your use your name. So I was like, okay, Kristen Heenahan. And this is going to sound so stupid. And I don't know if I could ever tell my husband this. <laughs> but I was really having a hard time using the last name as part of my brand. And it had nothing to do with my marriage or anything like that, because that's all good. It was the last name aspect that I was really struggling with. And I'll tell you why. So in my life, I have had three last names. Um, so I was born a G. My mom got remarried and I switched to Burke and then I got married and switched to a Heenahan. And so one thing I found was last names to me didn't mean anything because they can just be changed. I mean, first names can be changed too, but to me, those last names, they weren't me. They weren't the essence of me. I mean, my, my original last name, I didn't really connect with my middle last name is actually if I was going to go back to a name, I would go back to that one. I'd go back to Burke because that's what I've been the longest. Um, and then moving on. So it just, last names didn't hold much for me because they can just change so quickly and they just don't hold a lot of, uh, what's the word, substance to them. So I found that really frustrating too. So I decided, okay, I'm going to go with, you know, just my first and middle name. I'll go Kristen Louise and that'll be me, you know, when I get my domain that's going to be my domain name. And then I was trying to figure out, you know, what could be like the alter, because <laughs> the alter expansive ego of me. And I had a few, like I have one that I use online, which is Cali Chaos when I'm playing games, because that's who I am on, on my gaming. But I was like, what's one thing that I could create this brand around myself that is me, who is this, that allows expansion? And this might be, you know, the more I'm talking this out, rather than listening to it in my head, it is making not a whole lot of sense <laughs> as to what I'm saying. It feels really weird. So I hope that you're getting something out of this. But I came up with this goddess in sweats. I mean, my handles on Instagram and Twitter are goddess in sweats. I've been trying to change over my Facebook um, page name, but I have changed my name so bloody many times that Facebook now won't even look at me and acknowledge it, which is fair enough. Um, I'm not quite sure what to do there, but I'm sure I'll figure something out. I'm clever. Um, so that's, that's what I've based this around is, you know, my brand is Goddess and Sweats. And what does Goddess and Sweats mean? Well, to me, Goddess and Sweats means that you don't have to be dressed to the nines to feel like a goddess or a god for that matter. I mean, men, I know, struggle with this too. Um, I know more women do than, than men, but, but I'm seeing a change in that too. So don't quote me on this and don't come after me for this because I know things change really, really quickly. But, um, you know, I was seeing this thing around, yeah, you know, you, when you're hanging out in your slack clothes that it, it devalues you in some way. Um, when you wear your slack clothes, it's devaluing. And I want to take that and be like, no, it doesn't devalue you. You are, you can still be very attractive. And, and to be honest, just full disclosure here, I'm not talking like yoga pants or tights. I'm talking like actual sweatpants. They're a little bit baggy. Um, they have pockets, you know, that type of thing is what I'm talking about. And the reason why I love them 
And the reason why this came about is because I realized that I feel the most comfortable when I'm in my sweats. I feel the most comfortable in my skin because one, sweatpants, they hide a lot of that wiggle and jiggle that we get very self-conscious about. Um, you can do just about anything in them. Um, well, you can do anything in them. Let's face it. <laughs> you can do anything in them. And to me, that held a lot of power. The other thing that I loved about it is because it allowed me to have that room to expand and share my many interests. I wasn't just going to stick myself in one of my interests because that's not me. Anybody who knows me knows that I love to dabble in all sorts of fun stuff. I like to try new things. It's about experience for me. It's about growth. It's about learning. And that's what I found that this brand for me really is. So I was very excited about it. So it, it's taken me about four years to finally get to this point where I feel like, you know, I can say Goddess and Sweats is my brand and I actually feel comfortable with it. It helps me feel expansive. And, um, you know, I know that there's a lot of branding professionals out there, teachers, whatever you might want to call them, who will probably disagree with this. And some might not. I really don't know, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, but this is one way that I found that I was able to do that. And the cool thing about this is I can take this brand, whether I'm in Shackley or not, and still be able to utilize it. I don't ever really have to change it, which I find really exciting. So that's what I wanted to share today because, you know, when it comes to branding yourself, especially in network marketing, um, you do need to create, I mean, if you want to build it, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say you do need to but it's a good idea to create an online presence of some kind for yourself. And a lot of it has to do with branding. And, you know, a lot of people think that branding comes from, you know, your logo and your color scheme that you pick and blah, blah, blah. It doesn't really. I mean, my logo has nothing to do with Goddess and Sweats. My logo is my first and last initial made into this really cool thing. Um, and I love it. But that's not what it's about. I mean, I heard it best, I don't even remember where I read this, but branding is how you do business. How do you do business is part of your brand. How you interact with people is part of your brand, is creating that brand for, for you. Um, how you don't do it. <laughs> do you do it well or do you not do it well? You know, whatever it might be. Are you the person who's very caring? Or are you the person that's a little more cold? That's going to encapsulate you into a brand. So it's not necessarily the imagery that you have, the logo, the really cool colors, all that type of thing. No, it's really not that. It's how you perform and do your business is going to dictate your brand and is going to brand you for people. Um, so I thought that was very important. And I wanted to share that, you know, coming into the new year, because it's taken me a long time to get to this point where I actually feel comfortable with how I'm presenting myself online. Granted, there are still a few things that I've done this year that I'm not very proud of when it came to building up to what I want my brand to be. I have to be really intentional about what I want this to represent. You know, it took me um, posting something on YouTube and getting the feedback from it and realizing this is not how I want this brand to be. This is not at all how I want myself to be branded. So I killed it. I killed the YouTube page. And it wasn't because I didn't like the backlashes because I was getting into an area that I didn't want to go into. I don't want to be, and I know I can't avoid this fully, but I don't want to be known as that controversial um, 
type of brand where I'm fighting people and there's a lot of, you know, I don't even know how to describe it. I wish I would have saved the screenshots of what happened because I think it was a very good learning uh, learning point in in showing like I don't want to be that person that is at the point of controversy because I don't like it. I don't like it. That's not what I want to do. I don't want to be fighting people over, you know, different studies on this, that, and the other, or facts and figures. And I don't want to fight people on that. I really don't. What I really want to do is I want to give people a no-nonsense way to nutrition and, you know, talk about some personal growth in there as well and how these different aspects of my life have contributed to personal growth. And this was a great learning experience. And it's not that I was... I mean, okay, I will admit, I was a little bit terrified of the person who put the comments in because I was like, holy shit, I just got my ass handed to me. Um, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. I'm not saying that I was right. <laughs> I'm saying that I definitely got it handed to me in a way that was extremely appropriate. The curse words could have probably been left out, but that's okay. Fair enough. He had some very strong, he or she, I don't remember, was had some very strong arguments. I just didn't want to go back with counter arguments and get into a debate about it. That's not what I want to be. So I killed it and I've restarted it. I'm using the same name for it, but I'm changing it up a little bit. I'm changing how I present it. I want it to be something where people can feel comfortable, where I don't feel like I have to defend all the time and where other people don't feel like they have to defend um, because that's not really what it's about. Excuse me one second. Mm. Throat's a little dry. Um, so that's what this has all come down to and it's been four years of a fantastic learning adventure and as I come into 2020 you know I've been taking these last few weeks last couple weeks because it's been quieter right. I mean I haven't had as much to do work-wise. There hasn't been much going on for transcribing um, and it's just me setting up my business because if you caught my last episode about the side hustle, um, you'll know that I do transcribing. I also do an online business. One thing I didn't mention is I also do actual hourly work online as well for the company that provides my uh, website. I actually work for them, which is really kind of cool. I mean, how, <laughs> how often does that get to happen? Um, I get to work for the company that provides my website and I get to give feedback and I help train people how to use the website and use the tools that are provided to help grow their Shackley businesses. That's the other thing that I do. So I actually have three online work from home gigs, which is also why I spent so much damn time in my sweatpants. Um, because honestly, working in jeans when you're at a computer is not comfortable at all. There's buttons digging into places that you don't want to be dug into. Um, so having that online presence is incredibly important and coming into 2020 looking at how I want to present myself how I want to present my business is really a huge thing that I'm really focusing on uh, an intention for you know my intention this year is to be have my myself crystal clear on where I want to go and how I want to portray myself and how I want to be portrayed um, and that's all part of my brand and that's all part of the goddess in sweat. So I'm very excited about this. And I just wanted to share this because I know if you're in network marketing, you've probably thought about or heard or whatever about how branding yourself is so important. And let me tell you, it really is. It, it is important to have that brand for yourself. But just keep in mind that it doesn't mean that you have to have yourself confined to one aspect. Now, 
I'm just going to put in a disclaimer here. I'm not a branding expert. I really am not. This is just my personal experience. Um, the branding experts are branding experts for a reason. However, their way, their teaching didn't resonate with me. And to me, if I was going to follow that and do it in a way that just felt really yucky, I would have been doing myself a disservice and completely dishonoring myself which then would have lost the authenticity in how I present myself online. So I'm not saying that they're wrong. I'm not saying that it's wrong to have one thing that is your thing along with your network marketing business. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying it wasn't right for me. And maybe there's somebody else out there who it's not right for and they just need to hear that you can be that expansive brand without, um, you know, in a way that is, well, I don't even know how to say it, not really bucking the current, but you can find your own path to doing it. And it might take a little bit of a, a little bit of, you know, trial and error, trying out, you know, what is, you know, how do you want to portray yourself online? Do you want to have a handle? I don't call it my DBA. I call it my handle. I am the goddess in sweats. That is me. Um, is it on all of my social spaces? No, it's not because some of them I just couldn't get it. <laughs> but I wasn't going to change it because changing it would have been another process that I didn't want to go down. And there was nothing else that I felt that fit me the way that that does. So I milk it on most of the social spaces where I have it. And on the other ones, which is mostly just Facebook, I'm a little quieter on. So with that, I just wanted to say, you know, coming into the new year, happy new year to you. I hope that you're really excited about 2020. You know, I've seen a lot of posts about, uh, and I saw it last year, and we'll probably see it at the end of this year, you know, how that year was rough and the next one's going to be better. We always come into it with incredible expectations and anticipations. Well, maybe not so much expectations, but anticipation for, for it to be fantastic. Here's one thing that I've learned going into the new year, and I hope that if you've had some struggling moments, especially towards the end of the year, I know the end of the year here has been a kick in the pants, um, but it doesn't mean my whole year has been shitty. Actually, most of the year has been not too bad. There's been some struggle, there's been some growth, and I'm very excited for, for the next year. But let's look at it from another perspective that it's 12 months, and to be honest, if we don't have those challenging periods, there's no chance for learning or growth. We don't learn and grow when we're comfortable. You don't. Think about all the times where everything's been super easy for you. How much learning and growth was in there? Probably not much because you didn't need to. The times when you need to learn and grow are the times when you go through the challenging times, through the times where you just want to curl up in a hole and never come out again. Those are the times that you grow. So don't call them bad because they're not. They're opportunities for growth and learning if you choose to do that. And so that's my intention this year is that even though there's going to be crap that happens, I can guarantee it. There hasn't been a single year that has gone by that there hasn't been something that I would perceive negative happening. And my goal is to shift that perspective of this is so terrible and start really asking, where is my opportunity to grow here and become 
closer to the person that I envision myself being and that I want to be. So with that, happy new year. Happy New Year's Eve. This is my absolute favorite night of the year. Um, Christmas, Christmas Eve is my second favorite. And I just hope that you're coming into this year with some, you know, good intention. Really intend on what you want to happen. I know tonight this I'm going through and setting up myself for, you know, how do I want to grow? How do I want my business to grow? How do I want my brand to grow? How do I want to help other people grow because the other thing too that I've learned is you can't get anywhere without helping other people. Um, If you really want to get ahead, you can get ahead on your own, but you'll get there a lot faster when you help other people. And again, that's another reason why I love network marketing is because you can't get anywhere without helping other people. And the more people you help, the faster you get to where you want to go and you don't even have to work at it. It's not to say you don't have to work. I'm just saying it's a lot easier when you have people to work with and you can help them. So with that, I hope you have a wonderful New Year's Eve. I hope that whatever you're doing, please do it safely. If you're out partying tonight, which I hope you do, um, and I hope you enjoy it, make sure you get home safely. You know, it, your life is worth so much more. Um, so just be very aware of how you get home and make sure you have a safe ride home if you're away from home. And I hope that you ring in the new year in a way that fills you up with joy. And I'm so excited to see you next year in 2020. Who would have thought we would have got here? I mean, just think about it. 20 years ago, (laughs) 1999, I remember this clearly. We thought the world was going to end. And here we are 20 years later. And it's been the most incredible, incredible growth I've ever seen. Um best time in history to ever be alive and I hope that you see it that way too. So with that, ciao for now.